Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Strong Mamas and Macros podcast. I am your host, Natalie Guevara, creator of Moderation Through Macros, founder of Strong Mamas and Macros, as well as a certified personal trainer, nutrition coach, and yoga teacher. I created this podcast to offer you tips, strategies, and tools to help you find your strength from the inside out through mindset, exercise, and of course, nutrition. Stay tuned for today's episode. Hey guys, welcome back. Welcome to today's episode. Today, I am going to start a couple part mini series on macronutrients. So throughout the podcast, we've kind of talked about what macronutrients are, um, a little bit about finding the correct macronutrient breakdown for yourself and a couple of other things, but I thought it would be helpful to take some time and break down each macronutrient so that you can kind of understand their purpose and their place a little bit more thoroughly. So we're going to start off with our queen macronutrient today, and we're going to start talking about protein. Protein is the most important macronutrient for a lot of reasons that we're going to get into today, but also one of the, probably the most common uh, that women specifically are under eating. Of course, this happens for men too. I've told you before that, you know, the a high percentage of the, the women that come to work with me are under eating to start with, but protein can be one of the most challenging macronutrients to, to get up there. And it is the most important. So we're going to start off, you know, just talking about some different protein sources. So learning our protein sources. If you are at home, you can make a note of this, but I'm also going to create a companion article to this podcast on my website, www.updogwellnessandfitness.com. So make sure you check in today's show notes for that link. And I will get you all these, these little resources for you so that you can print them out, hang them on the fridge and, and get, um, get everything together for your next grocery run. All right, so what can we consume for lean protein sources? And I first wanna say that a lot of people are like, yeah, 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 I knew that. But what I want to do is to point out today like all the different ways that we can get protein in. So of course, lean meat such as beef, pork, or wild game is, is a great choice for protein. We have to, when we're looking at different sources of protein, when we're getting them for meats and things like that, we also need to consider the fat content, but we're going to get to that into another episode. So make sure that you, you stay tuned for future episodes for that. As we are learning to track our macros, um, we notice that, you know, there are certain foods that have multiple macros, some foods that only have the one macro, but when we're looking at meats and things like that, they definitely can sneak in some fat there. Uh, of course, poultry, such as chicken or turkey, these tend to be a little bit leaner, a little less heavy on the fat content. So these are really good staples, really good choices. Fish and seafood, such as shrimp or scallops. I want to pause here and say that one of the common misconceptions that I see from clients is, you know, thinking that salmon is a super excellent source of protein. And while yes, it does have protein in it, it's also one of the macro or not macronutrients, but one of the seafood products that's just a little bit more fat dense. So making sure that we're keeping an eye on that. Eggs and egg whites, again, watching the fat content of eggs, but adding in things like egg whites can make your food super tasty and add in protein. One of my favorite things to do when I'm making eggs is to, you know, definitely put a couple of whole eggs in there. The yolk has a lot of nutrient qualities in there as well, but to beef up the food with, with egg whites. So I'm taking my food a little bit farther with a little less fat. 
cottage cheese, um, plain Greek yogurt. These are great choices. I use these for snacks a lot. Protein powder, such as whey, egg, vegetarian blends, etc. You know, um, a lot of people ask me my thoughts on supplementation when it comes to protein, and I really don't have anyone that I believe that I've ever really worked with that can just automatically hit their protein target without some sort of supplementation. We always want to rely on whole food sources to get the majority of our macronutrients in, the majority of our calories in, the majority of our protein but it's also okay to supplement. If you are not a meat eater, you know, things like cottage cheese, if you consume dairy are a great choice, as well as some cooked lentils or beans, some tempeh or tofu. Um, you know, there are lots of different choices for vegetarians as well. Looking at different protein powders or supplementations are a great choice. And remembering that we're not going to talk about it a whole lot today, but there are protein, uh, there is protein content in certain vegetables. Certain vegetables are higher than others. So learning what you are eating is one of the first steps in being able to successfully track your macros. So paying attention as you just go about your day to day, you know, noticing how much protein am I consuming at this meal? It is not a super accurate way to measure, but what you can start to do is start to, to look at the size of your palm, uh, the size and the thickness, and roughly if we're getting a lean piece of meat, that's roughly 20 grams of protein. So working towards adding up protein, and if you're not sure where you should be, which should be landing, it goes anywhere from 0.6 all the way up to two grams per pound of body weight. I like to start women around 0.8. That's a pretty good place to start to, you know, just see where we need to be checking in. If you get a calculation above 165 grams, I suggest stopping there. 165 grams of protein is a lot. If you start to notice your protein a little bit more, maybe you notice you're following, uh, you're following around 60 to 80 grams. While that's a good place to start, we definitely want to work on increasing that, but just recognize where you are and then maybe make your first mini goal to hit 100 grams of protein and see what happens there. So one of my biggest keys to being able to hit your protein target is to keep it simple and doable. There are, you know, so many instances with clients, and I've definitely been guilty of this myself, that we figure out what our macros are, or we start, we start on a bit of journey to increase our protein, and then we want to go to Pinterest, we want to go to these websites and just, you know, start typing in high protein meals and get all these meals together so that we can we can start to increase our protein intake. But oftentimes that can just be a little bit overwhelming. And most importantly, it's not sustainable, which means we can't remain consistent with it. So here are some tips to keeping it simple and doable. Get to know what foods you're already eating that are high in protein. What are you already eating on a regular basis that is high in protein? You know that you like this. It's something that you prepare. It's something that you buy. And how can you just start to do a little bit more of that? Stock up on protein sources and have them handy. If you are finding that you need to have a protein snack in the afternoon, such as yogurt or maybe some fruit and cottage cheese or a protein shake or whatever, whatever it may be, make sure that you have it available. There's nothing worse than, you know, going to the fridge and saying, yeah, I need a little bit more protein today, but I don't have any in the house. 
Another thing you can do is work, work on adding protein to your regular menu. And what do I mean by this is often if we can kind of look at our meals throughout the day, we tend to have some meals that are a little bit more heavy in certain macronutrients than others. I suggest starting your day off with protein. This does a couple of things. Protein is the most satiating uh, macronutrient and it's a good way that we can stay full and satisfied as we go through the day, it is going to increase our energy throughout the day. It's going to decrease the amount of um, you know, slumps that we have as well as decrease cravings and the, the urge to snack in the afternoon. One of the most common reasons that I see people struggle with cravings is that they're under eating their protein as well as under eating on their calories. So if we can start getting our protein in early in the day, make sure that we're having it with every single meal. This is a good strategy to slowly and incrementally increase your protein intake over time without doing anything that's super, super, super overwhelming. If it is easier, buy your protein sources pre-prepped. So things like rotisserie chicken. Um, you know, I've been talking to a lot of my clients lately about Costco having some pre-made pre meats that you can microwave. They have some shrimp, they have different steaks, they have pork options, they have chicken options, they have pretty much whatever. So does Aldi, if you have an Aldi, wherever you are. But you know, think places like Trader Joe's and, and any grocery store that's regional and local to you, lots of them have ready-made protein sources that are just easy to have on hand so that we don't have that as an excuse to not get our protein in there. Just choose sources that you like and you will eat. We don't want to go start buying things or prepping things just for the sake of getting in a macronutrient, right? Um, that's not enjoyable and that's not sustainable. We want to make sure our food choices are things that we look forward to so that we're more likely to do it. I've been talking to my group coaching clients and my one-on-one -on -one clients a lot recently about, you know, making sure that the actions that we take are not only sustainable so that we can remain consistent, but we need to have a little bit of uh, just a little piece of satisfaction. So when we're trying to create new habits, we often want to want to default to our older habits. And a lot of older habits have this one component that makes them more attractive than our new habits. And that is instant gratification. So whether it is having a piece of cake or, you know, skipping out on a workout to watch Netflix or whatever it is. Um, there's just that little piece of instant gratification. Of course, it doesn't give us long-term gratification, but it does give us a little bit of a hit in the moment. So if you can find protein sources that are, that are just something that you're really excited about and you really look forward to, you're more likely to eat it and you're more likely to hit your protein goal and get the benefits from having that higher protein intake. So my next suggestion is, uh, you know, to make sure that we're getting lean protein with every single meal. So going back to the breakfast thing, if you are looking at your meals and you're like, you know, I normally have this for breakfast and there's no protein. That's where I would start and then gradually start to look at, okay, how can I add lean protein to lunch? If you're not already consuming that there, dinner, so on, and then add it to snacks as well. Making sure that each and every time that we're sitting down to consume a meal, that we have a lean protein source, that is going to be so, so, so important for getting that protein content up. Always, always, always make it easy and convenient. So going back to that pre-prep thing, you know, stocking up on lean protein, if even making a protein shake can be a little bit daunting at times and you're just rushing out the door, have some pre-made protein shakes in your fridge for a backup. Just always have things that are easy and accessible. It's okay to have pre-prep protein if that's easier right now. 
as you get more practice at it, as you start to understand what you like, what your body responds to, uh, what's working for your goals, then it becomes easier to refine it, refine it. But right now, make it easy. Keep it simple and focus at one meal of a at a time. So I started to talk about it a little bit, but why is protein so powerful? Protein helps build and repair almost every single tissue in our body. Yes, including our bone, our muscles and our bones, which, you know, a lot of the reasons that people start to focus on their macronutrients is body recomposition, which includes muscle growth. So if you're concerned about healthy aging, you're concerned about bone density and things like that, protein is your friend, um, as well as it's going to help us with our skin. It's going to help us with our hair. There's just so many things that, that protein is good for, aside from keeping us full and satisfied. Protein also helps to synthesize important hormones, including the hormones that make us happy and relaxed. So, you know, increasing our energy, increasing our mood, all these things are byproducts of just being more aware and more mindful of the protein that we're putting in our body. Additionally, protein supports our immune system, helps to keep us well. It boosts our metabolism and, and of course, helps us to lose body fat and stay lean for life. This is one of the biggest things that I see where people have done really restrictive diets where they've just focused on calorie restriction and calorie elimination and not really how they're getting there. In other words, you know, their, their protein and their carbs and their fat not being at the appropriate ratio is they lose the weight and then they still aren't happy with their physique because they haven't focused on eating protein, maintaining muscle mass and how they're going to stay in that shape once they get there. But most importantly for me anyway, protein helps us feel fuller longer. So if you find that you're feeling extra snacky, if you find that you're having a lot of cravings, the first place that I would suggest you look is where you can increase your protein intake at the meals that you're already eating. As I have said before, start early with your protein intake. If we start early, then we're more likely to stay fuller and continue to eat it throughout the day. And I promise you, this is going to significantly decrease your, your urges and your need to snack and your cravings in the afternoon. That 3 p.m. slump, we'll totally get rid of it by having early and often protein intakes. So our body's like a constant supply of protein. So spreading your protein intake throughout the day and eating a little with every meal and with snacks is super important. Protein is not something that we want to get to the end of the day and say, well, my goal is 130 grams. I've had 40, so I need to get 90 grams at the end of the day. It doesn't work like that, and that's not going to be sustainable, um, and that's not something that we're going to be able to maintain. Again, it being the, the macronutrient that's the most fulfilling, satisfying, um, and satiating, your body's not really going to appreciate that. So keeping that steady chain is going to be important. So again, um, protein is a powerful, powerful thing. So I'm going to give you some ideas right here and right now to build up a protein powered menus. These are some ideas for adding lean protein to your, to your daily routine. But what I want you to keep in mind as I go through this is how, um, is how you can do the easiest one right now. So if anything comes in here and says, okay, I could do that. Then start to focus on that. Don't focus on all the things at one time. So eggs, if you consume eggs, they're convenient, they're inexpensive, um, and they're a high quality source of port, uh, protein with valuable nutrients. And, you know, the thing is, is that we think about eggs as a breakfast food, but uh, first of all, breakfast literally just means to break the fast, but additionally, eggs can go with absolutely anything. So if you're finding that you're at home and you just need to start adding a little bit of lean protein to each meal, even if it already has protein, let's look at some ways that we can add it, add in some eggs. So whether it's scrambled or made into something fancier, 
I love making a frittata. I usually make one every single week. Um, I can add things like cottage cheese. I can add vegetables, all these things, and get a really, really protein-dense um, breakfast that's already pre-prepped. I'll even freeze it or keep it in the fridge so that we always have, an have it available. Um, you know, one of my favorite things for breakfast is having eggs with uh, used with leftover veggies from the night before uh, so that I'm getting veggies with my meal as well as a good protein source. Stir fries. So if we've got veggies, if we've got a meat source, you know, we can make a stir fry. We don't need a complicated recipe for this. We literally can put it in a pan with some seasonings. You can add some rice if you need some carbs. Maybe you can add some black beans. Um, you know, in my in my group there, I put a breakfast, a Mexican skillet breakfast scramble. So that's in the Strong Mamas and Macros community. You can go in there and search for that. Um, that's one of my favorites. But you can just add, you can add an egg on top and that just adds what's already in there. So um, stir fries are a really good way to get vegetables, carbs, and protein all together. Uh, you can add a little fats and it's a really well-balanced meal. However, we're going to get into more carbs and fats in other episodes. But if you're looking for an easy way to just whip something together, that's that. And then you can add an egg on top, no problem. Grilling is a great way to, to create some protein sources. So outdoor grill. I have a Ninja Foodie Grill that we got a couple of months ago that I absolutely love. Um, but you can just grill some protein. You can grill large batches at a time. That's one of my biggest keys to meal prep and meal planning. If you're already firing up the grill, what else can you grill at the same time so that you have additional uh, protein sources for the rest of your week? If you're grilling chicken, can you grill some extra chicken so that you can have um, you know, some grilled chicken for a salad, even grilled chicken for breakfast? Um, I love creating grilled chicken strips, so I'll cut it into strips and I can have it in the afternoon with a snack. Um, there's all kinds of different ways and you can try out different sauces, different seasonings. Um, you don't have to season everything that you cook at the same time the same way. Um, you can do kebabs. Kebabs is a favorite around here. Um, lots of different ways that we can get protein sources on that. Um, as I've already mentioned, you know, salad. Salads are really common in the summertime in this household for lunch. Make sure that you're dumping protein on top. So whether it is the leftover grilled chicken, maybe it's a hard boiled egg, um, just look at how you can add protein to that. Soups and stews. So curries or, you know, different, different kind of soups that you like. How can you just add more protein in there? Another one of my tricks that I really like to do is uh, we also we also have an instant pot. Um, I've had the original instant pot for a few years and it's definitely been used quite a bit through the years. But I like to take a large amount of chicken and cook it in the instant pot so I can shred it. Shredded chicken, you can put some in the freezer, but you can keep it in your fridge. It's a great protein source to have on hand for salads, for stir fries, and then of course soups as well. So, you know, again, not getting super fancy or getting, you know, really challenging yourself here, but looking at how you can make this easier. Be willing to experiment and see what works for you. Maybe you won't be able to manage lean protein at every single meal this week, and that's okay. That's okay. We need to get away from the all or nothing mentality when it comes to our nutrition, when it comes to our fitness and learn to go rather than ping pong back and forth between nothing and everything, be able to be in the middle. That, that's literally the moderation piece of my uh, nutrition program, moderation through macros is being able to say, this is a practice. I can't do this wrong. I can't mess this up. I can only experiment and learn and see what works for me. Uh, and so that's what I would encourage you to really, really do. I would encourage you right now if you look at your overall protein intake and you're like huh, this is not uh, not the best is to try to get at least one protein powder powdered powdered meal every single day 
try some of the suggestions above or come up with your own strategy. The more you practice, the better you'll get at meal planning, the better that you'll get at protein prepping, and the better that you will feel. It's amazing. It's amazing the feedback that I get from clients that I get um, from other people in group programs that I've heard from my community on Facebook at how much better they feel after just adding in a little bit of protein, the change in the body composition, the change in their workouts, the change in their energy, the change in their sleep, the change in their mood. It's just endless. So that is my challenge for you today. I would love to hear from you. I would love to hear how you're adding protein to your your daily life. And if you're not a member of the Strong Mamas and Macros community on Facebook, it's totally free. I post a recipe of the week every single week. It's not always uh, protein focused, but there's a lot of interesting and different protein options for you to try so that you can create some variety in your meal prepping, your meal planning, and um, what you are eating from week to week. All right. That is all that I have for you today. Thank you for listening. Make sure that you head to www.updogwellnessandfitness.com and um, check the show notes for some listed protein options that you can start adding into your diet today. And before I hop off of here, I also wanted to mention one more thing. I have felt that through conversations with women, through conversations with new clients, that there's a lot of you guys out there that are really struggling to find what is the appropriate macronutrient ratio for you, how to get there, how to start tracking and all these things. And we're relying on online calculators. And while that is fine, online calculators can only go so far as, you know, considering you as an individual person, um, considering your lifestyle, your preferences, so on and so forth. So with that in mind, I have created the Macros Made Easy Masterclass. This is going to be a totally free masterclass. It's going to be on May 27th at 6 p.m. Eastern time. Don't worry if you live in a different time zone and you can't make the time, I will be sending the replay out, but you have to register. So you can head to my website, updogwellnessandfitness.com. It's right there on the homepage. Register. It's totally free. I would love to see you in this masterclass so that I can walk you through and coach you through some different considerations for coming up with your own macro um, nutrient ratio, as well as ways to sustainably and strategically get there um, and to maintain it over the summer, right? It's getting ready to be summer. Everything's getting busier. You're going to be traveling. You're going to be spending days by the pool. So let's talk about how we can make our nutrition a little bit more enjoyable and a little bit more sustainable. So I'd love to see you there, www.updogwellnessandfitness.com. And I will see you back next week where we will start to talk about carbohydrates.